church. I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Um, my name is Suanne. I'm a youth leader here at the Resurrection Center. Um, and it's an honor to be able to give the word of encouragement today. I'm just going to be short but sweet. Um, if you guys want to turn to your Bibles, um, Second of Timothy chapter 1. Second Timothy chapter 1, verses 2 through 14. And the word says, To Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. Timothy's, I thank God, whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know who, whom I have believed in and persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and a love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Amen. Thank you for that, Brother Wayne. I want to start off by, if you guys, introducing Paul a little bit. Paul was a fearless leader. He played a very crucial role in spreading the gospel to the Gentiles. Before um, becoming a follower of Christ, he was also known for uh, persecuting Christians before God revealed himself to him. Um, I was actually, when I read on this and I was looking into it, I was like, wow, God, um, you call who you want to call and you choose who you want to call uh, choose. Because isn't it so funny that the one who was being who persecuted Christians is the one who is being persecuted, and so that stand out that stood out to me. Um, as parents, sometimes we feel like we're not good enough, or why us? Why why are why do we have these children? Why um, you know we've made so many mistakes? Um, look at our background. Look where we come from. Look at the way we were raised. But right there. God chooses who he wants to choose. It's not us who chooses um, to be parents or what God, how God's going to use us um, for our children. 
And so, um, I, um, I just want to say that a father isn't defined as the man who makes the child, but rather than the man who raises a child and loves them through anything. Amen. And so, um, Apostle Paul, it's funny because um, Paul was waiting his second imprisonment in Rome while writing this letter to Timothy, his execution, I'm sorry, and I don't know about you guys, but can you imagine back in the days being imprisoned, um, waiting your execution, and being in that cell, that cold, small, uncomfortable cell, and no matter what, choosing to devote yourself to God, no matter what, and we come up with excuses on why we can't pray, and why we can't do this, and why we can't do that, but he was in prison, waiting his execution, and he still devoted himself to God, and... um it was funny to me because he started this letter by saying to, to Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father and Christ Jesus, our Lord. Right there, it shows his character as a father that right now, he at that moment, he's the one that needs all the prayers. He's the one that needs um, people to save him. Um, but he instead, he's putting himself aside and, and praying um, to God on behalf of his son. And that right there just showed, like, wow, a character, another characteristic of a great father he was, of a great leader and a mentor he was um, to Timothy. Um, Timothy had his, was brought up by his grandmother and his mom into Christianity. They're the ones who, um, uh, how do you say that? They're the ones that brought him up and taught him the gospel. But Paul was the one who mentored and led him. He saw something in him that um, that that nobody else could see. He saw, yeah, he was shy, but um, he knew he could encourage him. And so, um, I wanted to want to say to the fathers today that what are you doing right now? Um, that will, that your children can look up to, you know. Um, back in the days, his father, he didn't believe, he didn't have faith. It was his mother and his grandmother that, his mother and his grandmother that deposited that faith in him. And his, and his father didn't believe. So, as a father, do you want your household to not count for anything because you don't believe? Because, do you want your household to be overlooked because you don't believe? And so we have to really think, um, what do we want to, what do we want to teach our children? Um, I would hate for my house to be overlooked because of what I did or what I bestowed into my children. And so I believe that, um, God wants to use parents to pass on eternal legacy to their children and to their children's and their generations. And so it took, it wasn't easy. It took Paul's um, continued encouragement to encourage Timothy to see beyond everything, to see beyond the fear, to, to push him to be who he knew he could be. And as a parent, 
it's not easy, but we can do it. It takes our be it takes our required encouragement to not give up on our children and to keep pushing and pushing and pushing them beyond so they can see what, how we see them. And so Paul tells Timothy, um, stir up the gift of God in you. We're not robots. God's not going to deposit the gift, and it's going to work itself. He needs our full encouragement, our will, for the gift to come into completion. And so, and boldness, you know. God gives us gifts, but it needs, like I said, our cooperation. And in order for us to use that, those gifts, we need to get a hold of God's boldness, that boldness that he, he deposited in us. And... um he also says he doesn't give us the spirit of, of fear. He, do, he gives us the spirit of power and the love and, a, and of, of a sound mind. So that means that we have to get a hold of that. We need his boldness to fulfill his purpose. And so we have to, as parents, we have to sit back and think, why are we, if it already says that God gives us the spirit of power and love and a sound mind, why are we um, getting consumed by the spirit of fear and not only getting consumed by it, but we're hugging it. We're just wrapping ourselves all up in it and walking with it every single day. Why? If the Bible tells us that that's not what he gives us. And so our children watch us, they see. And so if we take the courage that the Lord gives us, then we are not ashamed of the testimony of the Lord. You know? Paul prayed for Timothy day and night. He wrote that letter with such passion and urgency. And he was such a faithful man to what he believed in. And he, like I said, he still chose to devote his life to God, even though he was forsaken, even though he was the one persecuted. And so ask yourself this question. You want your children to carry the Jesus banner long after you die. Can you expect that from what you deposited so far into your children? Can you expect that right now, if you were to die, that your children would be children of God, of the gospel, that they will carry that banner proud? And Paul just needed Timothy to, to, to know that even though he was waiting his execution... I need to give you these instructions so that you can wear that banner when I die. So you can fulfill and you can teach teach the, the gospel. And another thing that, that God revealed to me while I was uh, meditating on this word is that, yeah, the mother and the grandmother were the ones that deposited the gospel in him. But because he already had that faith deposited in him, now Paul can teach Timothy. Now Paul can mentor him. They planted the seed and Paul watered it. Do not let other men water your seeds. When children are brought up in Christianity, they are easier to manage, they are easier to lead, and they are easier to mentor. They become more receptive of learning good things. You guys don't want to release children into this world that are closed-minded, that are hard, when they're adults that they are stuck in their ways because of what you taught them, because of the way you brought them up. You know, 
when when um, I was brought up in Christianity, in the church, should I say, my my parents raised us in the church, and I have to say, I didn't have Christianity. I didn't have that in me. As a matter of fact, um, from the womb, from my mother's room, I was rejected. I was subject to death. I was subject to drugs. I was subject to a lot of things because um, <laughs> my father's here and he doesn't like when I speak of this, but it's my testimony. <laughs> and so um, I was adopted. I was the woman who gave birth to me. She was a prostitute and she did drugs. And um, while she was giving birth to me, she was handcuffed to the bed. And as she gave birth to me, she pushed me out. And they called my parents, and they asked my parents if they wanted a, a sick a sick newborn who was on breathing machines, and she was relapsing off of all the drugs her parents took. And, of course, my parents said yes. And um, they raised me, you know, they raised me in the church. And I can say that that's why I am who I am today. Obviously, I get better the closer I draw near to God. But if, let's say, my parents didn't adopt me, where would I have been today? Because my those people that had me, they don't have God. I would have been lost. I would have been into drugs. I would have been subject to everything they took and did while I was being carried. But God had a bigger purpose for me. And so he put me in the hands of, of people, of Christians, that were going to, bestow that into me so now that I when I'm a woman I put that into my children because that's what I want to carry that's what I want my children to carry and of course I'm not perfect we fall short my parents are not perfect they fall short um but at the end of the day I know that if I was to leave this earth I my children will carry that banner proud and so um and it's funny because I remember going to church, and my parents never missed a service. We would go to church all the time. And I was little. I was probably like, I don't know, five, six years old. And I remember me and my little sister, we used to sit in the bench, and, and we used to play and giggle, and and my parents would turn around like, You better stop that right now. Pay attention. And... My dad has green eyes, so I remember I always I feared him growing up, his eyes, and especially at church when he turned around, you knew it was no joke. And he would he would start, and I was like, and I was, I was so scared. I was like, he's gonna transform into something. I would look at Ashley McGree, but a cut it out. They turned in a sign in church. And it's so funny because um, I look back and, and my kids come with me to church and I try to pull that, you know. Even when we're in public, wherever we are, Bella, you better cut it out. That don't work with her, not with Bella. She goes, Mommy, you better cut it out. You ain't the boss. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> So, Daddy, I'm going to need some tips on how to shape these kids. <laughs> but those are the moments that, 
that build us, you know. We were raised in Christianity, and because of that, um, I can boldly come before God, humbly before God, and know that that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. So the main purpose of this letter that Paul wrote to Timothy was to advocate endurance. Not to be afraid, but to be ready to take his fair share of suffering. Timothy was a faithful missionary. Teach your your children how to have outstanding character and integrity. It creates healthy relationships in their family and in God's family. What a child believes will shape how he or she lives. This letter was for Timothy to accept his calling. Teach your children how to accept their calling and to reject any fear of shame from the gospel. Following Jesus is not easy, but God's grace is a source of power. We need to bring our children up who are committed to something bigger than themselves, willing to sacrifice and endure for a greater goal, which is Jesus. And so right now I... I close. But before I close, I just want you guys to to think, to go inside your hearts and your minds and think what kind of parents you guys want to be, what kind of mom, what kind of dad you guys want to be. Um, and yes, I had the privilege of being raised as a Christian, but I know a lot of people don't have that privilege, and maybe some of you didn't have that privilege, but that doesn't make me better than you. That doesn't that doesn't make us. What I'm saying is go inside. I want you guys to reflect inside and see from now what you want to teach your children, what you want to deposit in your children. So that because at the end of the day, we're building them up to be greater than us, be greater than grandparents. We're building them up for their generation. And you don't want to build children up who are going to be they're not going to be receptive to things, you know. They go into school and, and they give the teachers attitude and they teach, you know. Or they go into workplaces when they're older and, and they can't respect their boss. They can't respect authority. They go into the church and they can't respect their pastor. They can't take criticism. And so we have to think, what do we want to deposit in our children Because as Christian children, when they get older, they'll always have that in them so that they are more receptive to learning and being a family of God. And so right now I just want you guys to stand where you're at. And I want you guys to, I'm going to play this worship song. But I want you guys, while this worship song is praying, I want you guys to search yourselves. And I want you guys to... Begin to ask God, God, break every generational curse that was set upon us that is not from you, God. Break everything that is holding me back from teaching my children what you want me to teach my children, God. And you guys know, ask God to help you lead your children to become better male and females, to become role models, to become mentors, to become leaders, and to not be ashamed of the gospel.